name is Alyssa Robinson, and you're listening to the Treach Podcast. We're nearing the end of Lent, and I'd like to invite you to join us for Holy Week worship. Whether you worship with us online or in person, you can find all worship information at tmumc.org Easter. Today, Chris McKissick shares how she is weaving music into her fasting journey to stay focused on God through song. Chris will now lead us in scripture and prayer. I'm going to read from Psalm 116, verses 12 through 14. What can I give back to the Lord for all the good things he has done for me? I'll lift up the cup of salvation. I'll call on the Lord's name. I'll keep the promises I made to the Lord in the presence of all God's people. Please join me in prayer. Oh God, we recognize there's nothing we can do to repay the gifts you've given us, especially the gift of your son, Jesus, who gave himself for us in our salvation. Help me to honor you today by my thoughts, words, actions, and to share your unconditional love with everyone I meet. Amen. Amen. So, Chris, when uh, Denise asked you if you'd be willing to do this audio devotion, that same day, you had an amazing coincidence uh, involving words and teachings from Chuck Swindle. Could you share a little bit about that with me? Sure enough, I'm in a Bible study, and I always laugh at these coincidences because while the uh, Bible study that we were working on didn't really talk about Lent, the um, facilitator shared a two-part lecture that Chuck Swindle was giving, and it was specifically on Lent and on fasting and some of the other aspects. But my ears were kind of perked up around fasting, and I was giving it consideration And then I open my email, and there's a question asking me if I intend to fast for, or if I'm thinking about fasting for Lent. It was a pretty big coincidence. And so what are some of the things, because you said that he was talking about the meaning of fasting, and what are some of the things you learned from that that you didn't know before? Well, two things that I picked up on that I felt he was stressing, but who knows. Um, What I heard was that fasting is, uh, can be, can help us improve our communication or our connection with God through one, using the time specifically that I would have spent making the meal, cleaning up the meal and eating the meal, focusing on my relationship with God. And then another part that I don't understand quite as well, but I do know exists having fasted at previous times. You know, it's almost like your mind goes to a different level or your thoughts go to a different level. And I, my hope is that I would, through fasting, being hungry by choice, um, I would make myself more open to receiving what God has to say to me. And have you experienced that before, your mind going to a different level, either through fasting or, or some other experience? Well, I would say I, I um, had that experience when I went to the uh, on the Emmaus walk a couple of years ago and truly felt when I was surrounded by studying scripture, listening to people's experience around their relationship with God and really spending a whole weekend on focusing on our relationship with God. In that environment, I most definitely felt like 
there was a presence that I would not feel in my everyday life. And I would love to get there again um, and will. It certainly improved what I felt to be my connection. And what has, because you've said that you fasted before, what has your past experience of fasting been and how will it be different for you this year? I think in previous fasts, those were more focused on my physical being and trying to get control over my physical being as opposed to my spiritual being. And so I look forward and my my focus was different entirely. So with a focus on learning scripture, which is what I'm going to tie into my uh, newfound time um, during the fast, I really think that it will do, as Chuck Swindle said, help me to open up that channel between myself and God. So what are your plans for your fast this year? Well, this year, my fasting... I've chosen Sunday as my day of fast, and perhaps I'll focus more on my activity for fast, but I'd really like, I like knowing scripture off by heart in my head so I can call on it. And I found that to be very comforting through my life. I will say that when I was about 10 years old, I would spend the night at my grandmother's house and she had twin beds. And I remember her teaching me the 23rd Psalm as we would, you know, prepare to go to sleep. And I can see her in her bed with her hands resting and looking at the ceiling and her gray hair on top of her head reciting the 23rd Psalm. And then I would recite it back. And that has been something I've gone to for the rest of my life. And I'm teaching to one of my great nephews right now, actually. So through learning finally to play both right and left hands for a hymn, because I'm really good with one hand or the other. I hardly ever can play them at the same time. But I'm going to start with the hymn called Here I Am, Lord. It only has one sharp, not quite so challenging. And that's been kind of my quest over the last year or two is, Here I Am, Lord, what is it you would like me to do? I think it's very coincidental that the psalm chosen for me to read during this time also ask that question. Here I am. And I, I think it's beautiful that you're making that connection between uh, scripture and music, which is exactly what our hymns are trying to do. But you're the first person that I've talked to who as taking on, you know, through your fasting, taking on the spiritual practice of music and trying to, to learn um, new hymns and through versions of the Psalms and, and allow that to be a way for you to connect with scripture. Does that have significant meaning to you um, more so than actually opening up the Bible and, and reading it in the more traditional way? Well, it does on many levels, but the basic level is for the last year or so, I have been trying to memorize short prayers and small pieces of scripture, and that doesn't work for me. However, I was raised with music. My father always sung in the choir. We always went to church. I like vintage hymns like How Great Thou Art, and uh, I Come to the Garden Alone. And um, so I find tying words to music maybe an easier challenge for myself. I do know that if I can play that hymn, finally 
without reading the music. Then I can read the words, and I know that those will stick in my head much better than just sitting down and trying to memorize a piece of scripture. And, and actually, I've had conversations with um, our associate pastor of worship arts, Karen Kraska, about this, and, and she said the exact same thing. When someone is uh, getting to the end of their life and she's doing a hospital visit or a hospice visit, uh, sometimes they, you know, have trouble remembering their family's names. They have trouble um, remembering scripture. But if she starts singing Amazing Grace, they know every single word. It's written on their hearts in a way that, and connects with them in a way that nothing else can. And so I think it is a worthy spiritual practice uh, to be bringing music into your fast. I also find it interesting that um, the the Methodist tradition of fasting, not to say that there's a right way and a wrong way, but the Methodist tradition of fasting is that we fast every day but Sunday. Sunday is the day you're not fasting, but you've chosen Sunday as your fasting day. And I was wondering if there's a reason behind that. Well, Sunday is a busy day for me. It starts off with a new Sunday school class it then goes to listening to the sermon remotely. I still stay remote. And then at 4.30 on Sunday afternoon, I have my life group. Um, we meet outside most of the time. We might be challenged this Sunday. But I love all of those things. So Sunday is a pretty spiritually based day for me where I have reminders throughout the day. It's also true that I start every day out on my porch reading a devotion, um, and I really value that time too, but I did think that I'd have a better focus on Sunday since that was where I was spending a lot of my time. And also, if I want to spend time thinking about God, it's not a good idea to make that a day where I am talking to other people at work from 9 to um, 6 o'clock. During 9 to 6 o'clock, I still think about God, and I actually have a little note on my desk that says, God bless you, so that I remember to think about that when I'm talking to people. I don't say it to them, but I do think it. Um, however, it's harder for me to focus when I'm doing other things. I thought that Sunday would be the day when I would have my best opportunity to open up and listen to what God has to say to me. So as you're starting this a new version of your fasting journey this year leading up to Easter. What are your hopes for what this time will do for your relationship with God? Well, this time will serve me for the rest of my life because having the songs to call on, having the verses in my head and having the melodies, I already have the melodies, but I don't have the words, will just allow me to get to God quicker, to get to that relationship quicker. That's one. But secondly, I think, and I've read this before, you can share your spiritual journey and your your life with people through music, as Karen would know. You know, it's a wonderful thing, I think, to share song together. One of my most treasured times when we are in church, um, although I experience it still at home, I'm a little more distracted. Uh, is going to the contemporary service and opening up with 15 or 20 minutes of the music chosen. That, the benefit for me of that music is getting me centered and ready to really focus and listen and get more from the sermon. 
So becoming centered through music has been something that I value more and more. Let me read from Psalm 116, verses 12 through 14. What can I give back to the Lord for all the good things he has done for me? I'll lift the cup of salvation. I'll call on the Lord's name. I'll keep the promises I made to the Lord in the presence of all God's people. Please join me in prayer. O oh God, we recognize there's nothing we can do to repay the gifts you've given us, especially the gift of your Son, Jesus, who gave himself for us and our salvation. Help me to honor you today by my thoughts, words, and actions, and to share your unconditional love with everyone I meet. Amen.